0: Pope Francis would like the priests and bishops of the Church to not be so rigid, so hidebound to the laws of the Church and the moral doctrines they're built upon. He said as much, while at the same time having his Roman Curia intervene in the one really good thing the USCCB might have been getting ready to do in the coming days, meaning today, they're supposed to be meeting today on something very important. And I say might have, because the USCCB is, let's be real, always full of disappointments, though this time they might push ahead and ignore the Roman intervention. I'll get into that, but Francis wants the church to not be so rigid and stuck in the mud about things, but to go along with the secular flow. That's abundantly clear from, well, his whole pontificate really, but in reality, also from some things he said recently to seminarians and by the actions of the cardinal in his service. Let's examine closely how Rigidity and Francis defending Moloch serving very devout Catholics are linked. If you want to join the folks supporting the work of this channel, you can find options to do so in the description box below this video for as little as one dollar a month. Thanks to the supporters for their support of this channel. As you know, the US Conference of Catholic Bishops are examining what to do about the man I call Caesar, whom the opinion makers all like to say is a very devout Catholic. Caesar is nominally Catholic and works at every turn to reject the Church's moral authority. And the bishops of America looked like they were about to maybe, possibly, do something about it in the form of denying him access to the most blessed sacrament of the altar, the Holy Eucharist. And I said might, and they still might, but I say might because the Vatican decided to intervene, and they did so on the side of Caesar and Moloch, not on the side of the faithful. From the New York Times comes this. They begin with framing the issue in secular language about the matters of Caesar and say that only certain bishops of a certain secular persuasion care about this issue, and then remind us that Caesar is very extremely devout, and very extremely a churchgoer, the first such Catholic Caesar in 60 years. They warn that the Vatican has told the American bishops to put a stop to their move to deny Caesar Holy Communion at Mass, because he is just so devout. Thanks, New York Times. It's appreciated. Now, as you might imagine, I do have to play with the syntax and word choice a bit here. So there are paraquo- these are paraquotes or paraphrases, but the meaning is the same. Just bear that in mind. So all that having been said, quote, But despite the remarkably public so- stop sign from Rome, the American bishops are pressing ahead anyway and are expected to force a debate on the communion issue at a remote meeting that starts on Wednesday. As an aside for me, that's today. The concern in the Vatican, said Antonio Spadaro, a Jesuit priest and close ally of Francis, of course, is not to use access to the Eucharist as a secular weapon. Pope Francis, who has explicitly identified the United States as the source of opposition to his pontificate, preached this month that communion is not the reward of saints, but the bread of sinners. His top doctrinal official, Cardinal Luis Ladara, wrote a letter to the American bishops warning them that this move could become a source of discord rather than unity within the Episcopate and the larger church in the United States. The result is a rare open rift between Rome and the American church. quote. Rare rift indeed. But yes, the Vatican did tell the bishops not to deny Holy Communion to notorious public sinners who are obviously standing against the Church's perennial teaching on one of the topics of our times. To put it mildly, the Vatican has endorsed sacrilegious communion for those that, by their example, will compel others to engage in both the sin in question and the sacrilege of illicit Holy Communion. And people wonder why I have such antipathy for the hierarchy these days. Now... This New York Times piece was quoted by a non-Catholic self-described Christian website, whose name I won't say here because its name definitely includes certain buzzwords our hosts would find objectionable. But if you want to read it, you can, You can, since I have all my sources in today's show notes at returntotradition.org. That's the name of this website with a .org in it. Skip past the Patreon pop-up, unless you want to support the work of this channel, but otherwise, there is no paywall for my sources. Now, the following quote comes from that piece, and it's from an outlet that is very focused on the Moloch issue, we'll say. And it provides much-needed context. And again, I had to play with the words used for the same reasons as before. Quote, Catholic leaders have been grappling with the issue for months, especially because Caesar persists in calling himself a devout Catholic, while aggressively advocating for the making of ritual sacrifices to Moloch. At their June meeting this week, the U.S. bishops are scheduled to vote on a document from their Committee on Doctrine with the aim of clarifying the Church's stance on Moloch supporting public servants and communion. San Francisco Archbishop Salvatore cordeleon published a pastoral letter making the case that Caesar and Moloch serving servants should be denied communion. He said denying communion may be the only recourse a pastor has left if these figures refuse to listen to reason and obstinately persist in their sin. Cordeleon's letter received praise from Archbishop Joseph Newman, who chairs the U.S. bishops committee on rejecting Moloch and others. Newman agreed that Catholic public servants who advocate for Moloch worship are creating scandal by encouraging others to do evil, and semi-quote. So, for once, the U.S. bishops seem to be on the right path. At least some of them, as I covered last week, there were about... 67 or 70 or something like that of them, including several high-ranking high-profile cardinals who (laughs) were definitely with Rome on this issue. But don't hold your breath on this getting resolved properly, because the USCCB never fails to disappoint in the most basic of things. This is where the Vatican stepped in, though. And in this turn, we turn to America Magazine, the Jesuit fish wrapper, which reminds us that Cardinal Ladaria from the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith sent a letter in early May to intervene. Quote, Cardinal Ladaria begins the letter by responding at length to Archbishop Gomez's request that the CDF make available a copy of a letter from then-Cardinal Joseph Ratzinger to former Cardinal Theodore McCarrick in 2004 on the subject. Cardinal Ladaria explained that since it was in the form of a private letter to the bishops, Cardinal Ratzinger stipulated that these principles were not intended for publication, the CDF would respect his wish, end quote. I'm going to interject here before I continue with Cardinal Ladaria's words. That letter was never a private letter to the bishops, and how do we know? Because the Vatican, under John Paul II, published it on their website after McCarrick misrepresented its contexts in order to, you guessed it, let the would-be Caesar in 2004 receive the Eucharist and not receive public rejection by the bishops. This would-be Caesar, would Caesar was another very devout man and husband of the Ketchup Empire in America and known for his fabulous hair and windsurfing surfing habits. That letter was, and is available on the Vatican website, and I have it recorded on this channel. It was one of the very first of these kind of Vatican documents I recorded. It's a recommended video at the end of this one, for obvious reasons. So, the Cardinal Ladaria either is wrong in his statement or misrepresents the facts. I'll let you decide. But to continue, quote, in the letter from Cardinal Ladaria, a copy of which was seen by America, he recalls that the issue of a USCCB document on Catholic public servants and worthiness for reception of communion had been raised during the 2019-2020 Ad Limina visits of the U.S. bishops to Pope Francis. He said the CDF had then advised that dialogue among the bishops be undertaken to preserve the unity of the Episcopal Conference in the face of disagreements over this heady topic. End quote. Okay, so in other words, they fear that this will be the cause of schism with Rome. Remember that Francis has said that he believed schism between the Church in America and the Vatican was coming. I and mean, they make it sound like it'll be over this issue. Now I'm going to take this opportunity to remind everyone that Caesar has given the Church in America enormous piles of silver coins. Some to do work that we can debate is appropriate for the Church to do in partnership with Caesar or not. Things that, according to some interpretations of the Beatitudes, are found in the Holy Gospel. But in other areas, the Church has accepted these pieces of silver as well, most notably in 2020, in order to bar the faithful from accessing the Mass and the sacraments. There is no way that the bishops in America would sever that relationship, and I guarantee you that schism with Rome would cut off all future bags of silver coins for the bishops. The partnership between this pontificate and the Leviathan would ensure that. Now remember those rigid seminarians I mentioned before my Patreon pitch. From the National Catholic Register, we get this. Headline. Pope Francis, rigid priests are a manifestation of clericalism. Pope Francis said he liked to imagine seminarians as a kind of holy family of Nazareth, the place in which Jesus was welcomed, guarded, and formed in view of the mission entrusted him by the Father. Now, being at times a little lazy, I googled the definition of rigidity and the 8th grade reading comprehension definition provided by Google is this. 1. The inability to be bent or to be forced out of shape. Or two, inability to be changed or adapted. Now, clearly he means the inability to be changed or adapted, and I have to assume he means adapted to the values of the world, although the clergy are forced out of shape by doing so if they did that, so rigidity really is a good word here. And to the faces of young seminarians, Francis had some choice words to say, and once again, I have to replace a word here with a less spicy synonym, so no meaning is changed. But from the National Catholic Register, quote, Pope Francis Thursday urged a group of Italian seminaries to avoid rigidity, which he said lacks humility, and encouraged them to ask God for the gift of docility. Clericalism is a twisting of the priesthood. It's a twisting, and rigidity is one of the manifestations, the Pope said June 10th. When I find a rigid seminarian or young priest, I say, something bad is happening to this one on the inside. Behind every rigidity, there is a serious problem, because rigidity lacks humanity. End quote. Okay, Caesar, serving Moloch and receiving the Holy Eucharist, totally fine in practice, while young traditionally-minded seminarians are bad and lacking in some kind of humanity. Thanks for clearing that up, Holy Father, it's much appreciated. But Francis goes and tells the seminarians what to do and what not to do. Quote, Within the walls of the seminary, expand the boundaries of your heart, the expanded heart. Extend them to the whole world, he said. Be passionate about what draws near, what opens, what brings together. Do not be satisfied with being skilled in the use of social media and digital media to communicate, he advised. Only transformed by the word of God will you be able to communicate words of life. End quote. Honestly, I feel like that is kind of a dig at the online Catholic commentary world, since it has been reported that websites like the one I frequently cite by Marco Tossati, the respected Italian journalist, have been blocked by Vatican's IT services. I'm serious, that actually has happened. I may go into that more in the future, though to be clear, I don't mean that anyone in the Vatican or among the young seminarians is watching my channel. I have an ego, but not that big of an ego. But again, let's review. The serving public servants are fine. Young, traditionally-minded seminarians who are rigid and hold fast to what the Church has always handed down to us from the Apostles are not. Think about that, and think about the implications of that all you want. Along those lines, let me know your thoughts on this in the comments, please. By some reports, the USCCB will ignore Cardinal Ladaria on this and forge ahead to have this much-needed discussion, so pray that they actually find their spines and act accordingly to defend the integrity of the Eucharist, because the bishops certainly need your prayers and mine. and technically, as Catholics, it is our duty to pray for our bishops whether we like them or not. But in addition to commenting, like and subscribe and hit that bell if you haven't, so you don't miss anything, and uh, a special thank you to the patrons of this channel for making uh, this all possible. It is appreciated. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.